Ninjas vs. Monsters, starring Alexia, written and directed by Justin, is now available to buy at ninjasvs.com. That's ninjasvs.com. Or you can rent it on iTunes or Xbox or Comcast, wherever you do that stuff. So go to ninjasvs.com or rent it, buy it, check it out right now. Just check it out. It's even got on the DVD at ninjasvs.com a commentary that's basically a Trek off show with me and Alexia just talking over the film. So go to ninjasvs.com. You really want to see this one. Ninjas vs. Monsters at ninjasvs.com or rent it on Xbox, iTunes, or Comcast. Okay, enjoy the show. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Enterprise Double D. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alex. Welcome Sierra. to part two of our amazing two-part, wasn't ever intended to be two parts. We just talked for fucking ever. Because <laughs> we never did that before. But, inst- <laughs> but we decided, look. Because we never, ever say we're just going to like talk about something and then like like three hours later. <laughs> fuck, we can't just put out like a three-hour episode. That'll never it's work. It's only been one week, man. I know you guys are waiting like in between like the, the Paleozoic and the of Mesozoic course, they're era like, just, for us they're to so release anxious. Like, like truly, you think it was a long time between the original series and the next generation? Only episodes between <laughs> Times amount, but this time only seven days. And by the way, seven days from now, we have an amazing episode with Vic Mignana from Star Trek Continues and from amazing anime shit that you've seen. He was in Wolverine. He was in Iron Man. He was in fucking Pac Man. He was, in, and of course, uh, so many things. Dragon like, Ball just seriously, and, and, it's, and it's ridiculous. And he's like, so awesome. You, yeah, you're just that's fucking seven you're days love from it. now, man. You are so close to that. But for now, um, so <laughs> you wondered what we thought of the upcoming uh, series. And uh, as I'm sure, and I, I hope, what I hope, what I really hope is that, like, at some point, you've, like, talked to other people that are just as freakish as we are and listened to Trek Off. And, and you guys have played out in your heads or with each other. What Justin would say, what I'm going to say, that would be really glorious to know. <laughs> well, you know, I think that... That's what I hope they've done in the intervening time, is that they've, like, did little role plays where I'm going to be Justin, well, I'm going to be Alexia, because she's better. And then they just argue out, like, what they think we would do. That would be so great. Well, this is I a big deal, man, because we have the Star Trek series coming in 2017. And, and, and this is, like... We really pick apart what we want, but it's only the beginning. I think this is going to be a point of conversation for like the next few months. So, uh, so get- it's not, it's not a rumor this time. It's like legit. This is happening. Right? Like this isn't like there's been talk of Captain Warf. I mean, like it's, it's fucking, it's like confirmed and it's happening whether we want it to or not, frankly. So here's hoping that whoever's making it listens to our show and does the right things. Alex Kurtzman, you're out there. <laughs> I know you're listening. So um, so listen, man, uh, we're just going to jump right in. You're already halfway listening through. If you're just jumping in this episode, go back to our last episode, which is actually the first half of this conversation. Um, you'll want to hear it. Uh, but here we go. Alexia, are you ready? Um, sure, I'm ready. Let's trek off to part <laughs> two. Here we go. So essentially... Um, Starting in, I think, January of 2017, one basically 14 months from now, um, they're going to premiere on CBS. They're going to show on regular old CBS the pilot episode of what's going to be a new Star Trek series. We know nothing more about it. 
Um, well, we know some, and I'll talk about it. Um, uh, and then after that, it's only going to be available to people who, to, who subscribe online to CBS, basically on demand. CBS's version of Netflix or Hulu. It's going to show you what CBS has on their channel and cbs is going to probably they're probably Except paramount they're movies are going to be available and, stuff. and they want you to pay and then still show you commercials well I, here's the thing i don't know if they want you to pay and show you commercials or if they you have to like watch the commercials if you don't pay that's I don't, if, if i don't pay and i have to watch commercials fine if i pay and don't and don't and like if i'm not well here's the thing right i watch hulu and on hulu there's like on Agents of Shield on Hulu. I I now went from the seven ninety nine a month to eleven ninety nine a month on Hulu because that cut out all the commercials. So I have no commercials on any show except on Agents of Shield where they show like one thirty minute one thirty second commercial at the beginning, and I'm cool with that. Um, but yes, it looks like it's going to be part of their pay service, and then there will or they won't be commercials. We'll talk about that, I guess. Um, but it's going to be made. I just think uh, that matters. I'm just saying. Why do you think that matters? Um, because at this point, like we've got cable or we pay to see it online streaming, right? Netflix. I pay for that every month. And I'm totally cool with it. There's no commercials. If I pay for HBO, even on cable, right? There aren't commercials. Like in between shows, because it's like broadcasting or whatever, they'll have uh, promos for shows on their channel. But there aren't commercials. And I'm paying monthly just for HBO or just for cinema, like all of those premium channels. But... When I pay for cable, it's like a buck. So you know what? If I pay like a buck to watch CBS, then they can show me commercials. But if I'm going to pay six or seven dollars, like I would for a Netflix subscription, you can't show me commercials too. You don't get to charge me money and then advertise to me. Like that's just wrong. And what will happen is people will not do it. And then what that will happen is people will fucking do things like torrent it. And like, I don't want that to happen to, to this show. I want this show to succeed, but I mean, I want it to be good first, but I really want it to be good and to succeed. Like, so, that's yeah, so I want to, I want to put that out front before we say anything else. Let me just sort of give you the news about the show. It's going to premiere in January of 2017. It's being executive producer, um, Alex Kurtzman. Now, Alex Kurtzman, uh, was responsible with for the script for Star Trek in 2009 and then with Roberto Orsi he did that and also uh Star Trek Into Darkness with Orsi and Damon Lindelof which is why I'm a little concerned so yeah so let's um I mean it's, and it's not even so much just him it's it's all the rumors of what next Star Trek shows would be like being police procedurals and shit um that worries me like all of that comes together to a big ball of worry for me. Here's what should worry you. And let me tell you the stuff to just have, just to worry you. Awesome, because um, I'm not worried enough. <laughs> so here's Alex Kurtzman's writing credits. Um, he is writing the current Hawaii Five-0, which I understand is okay. Uh, he's written, he created and has written uh, some of uh, the current Sleepy Hollow, which I understand is okay. 
Um, he wrote the screenplay for The Amazing Spider-Man 2, a movie that I liked, but a lot of people hated. Star Trek Into Darkness, which we've all said has problems. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to do this this one from 2008 to 2013 last because it's, it's sort of my other point. Cowboys and Aliens, which people hated. A Lock and Key, a TV movie, which people hated. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, which... Ah! But here's the thing. I don't want to give him too much shit about that because that was during the writer's strike, so he never got to revise it. So I'll give it that. But the original Transformers, him. Mission Impossible 3, a movie I really liked, he wrote. The Legend of Zorro, the second movie, the one that everybody hates. The Island in 2005, a movie I liked but no one else did. Um, Alias, he wrote 10 episodes. He wrote some Xena, some Jack of All Trades, some Hercules, so he worked with Sam Raimi. <clears throat> this guy's got a, a history of writing some shit that, uh, that people don't like. Yeah. Um, however, in his defense, he wrote or was in the writer's room for, um, uh, he wrote 13 episodes um, and he was consulting producer and was part of the writings, writing room for Fringe. And I will say the fringe was fucking great. And a lot of people agree with me. And a lot of people like Sleepy Hollow. So I mean, this is a, this I is haven't guy. seen fringe. Um, so I don't know about that. It's really uh, good. There's parts of Sleepy Hollow. Like I, I don't. The part of Sleepy Hollow I like is the guy. He's 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 the part of that show that I like. He's really committed. I believe that he's not from that time. Um, and that fish out of water aspect of him is what sells me on that show. But that's it. Like, that's what keeps me watching that show. It's not the other stuff so much. The other stuff isn't horrible, right? I mean, it's not like the terribleness that is me trying to watch vampire diaries just before, just for poor Ian Summerhalder. Um, it's it's better than that, but, but it's, but it's not like, I didn't watch that show the first time and go, oh my God, this is like the best thing ever, right? So here's the thing. A lot of people love Hercules that he wrote on. A lot of people like Jack of all trades that he wrote on. I love Xena. A lot of people wrote like Alias that he wrote 10 episodes. I liked Alias, yeah. A lot of people love Fringe. A lot of people like Sleepy Hollow. And Hawaii Five O Five O has done very well. I don't have I've not seen it. It doesn't, it doesn't it, so even appeal to me a little bit. So um, I will say this, his greatest failures has been writing movies and his greatest successes have been writing TV shows. And we judge him unfair. I don't want to say unfairly. We judge him poorly on his, on his ability to write movies, which he has not done so well on, but his TV shows and this guy did not. And people go, Oh, it's going to be like fucking lost. This is the one guy who is not involved in lost. This guy didn't do Lost. <laughs> he did Lost. Even Lindelof, he did Lost. J.J. Abrams, he did Lost. But this guy, Alex Kurtzman, did not do Lost. He was not that guy. So there's a part of me, you say, like, like scared. There's a part of me that's optimistic. If it's half as good as Fringe and it's Star Trek, I'm kind of in. I mean, we'll have to see, obviously. Like, I don't... I don't so here's the other thing that I want to say to, to Star Trek fans out there. Um, uh, you know, we've been begging, we've been saying 
that the that the like the Star Trek is great in movies. We love Star Trek movies, but where Star Trek belongs is a TV show. And I want to be the first one to be out there saying the minute this came out and said, and, and Alexi, I hate to call you on the carpet for this because I texted you as soon as this came out and your response was, eh, I don't know. That was kind of your response. Fucking I Star Trek. Scared. I'm but listen to me. Scared. Listen to me. Star Trek fans. We've been saying forever. Star Trek is not a movie franchise. It's a TV show. We've been begging for them. Finally, please do a TV show. Please, we'll suck your dicks. We'll suck <laughs> your dicks. We'll fondle your balls. We'll even put a finger in if you need us to. Just please, please make a TV show. <laughs> we'll do anything. And I, we, we've yeah. had episodes where I said, if you did a Kickstarter, I would give to it. You know, I'd give $100 if I could get a new Star Trek show. I absolutely would. I'd do a Star Trek fucking podcast. I would do it. And yet, then they come out, they go, hey, we're going to make a Star Trek show. You'll have to pay like eight bucks a month, but you'll get four episodes a month. So it's like two bucks an episode. We're going to do a Star Trek show. You might have to pay eight bucks a whole month, two Frappuccinos a month for your Star Trek show. So there you're going to have it. Star Trek fans are like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> we don't know if we want it. We don't ask Kurtzman. Fuck you, JJ. JJ's not even involved in it, but fuck you, that guy. Fuck you paying for it. Like immediately, Star Trek fans. In fairness, all the other times they've been like, "This is that's what's in the works for a new Star Trek show." Like it's been a horrible idea. Like I don't just want Star Trek. I won't just suck your dick if you will give me a Star Trek show. So I let's be, let's come out and say it happily and swallow if you give me a good Star Trek show. I don't that want is a key differentiating. I don't factor. want a Captain Sulu. Star Trek show. I love you, George Takei. It's I love you. I love it. I would love an Admiral Sulu overstep, but Star Trek, it's an action-oriented show in many ways. I need a guy. I don't I love you, but I don't want a 90-year-old captain. Like I that's not really what I want. And also, Michael Dorn. I love Worf. He's a great character, but I don't want Captain Worf either. Like Star Trek Captain Worf. Can you imagine they released Star Trek colon Captain Worf? And that was the the show. No one's a bigger Worf fan than me, but that's not what I want either. I want something fresh, and I don't want a reboot of the original series, guys. I don't want to. Oh, definitely, fucking, definitely don't want and that. Don't use it as an opportunity to reboot the next generation. Don't you fucking dare! But if you do, I'll probably be the first person to watch it. But don't. But I'll watch it. But don't. But I'll watch it. I'll watch See, it. I'll still suck my the concern text. is you. Like, because you like dumb shit sometimes. And, like, I believe that as long as it's in the Star Trek universe, they could fart rainbows and come fucking... Well, here's the thing, though. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get that they could do that. But but I I, I get that I get that they could do that. But I I think that, that like... I did not. I I was critical of Enterprise, and that was the last one that was out. And I was critical of Star Trek Into Darkness. But I liked Enterprise. And but, if they if they gave me Enterprise, I would totally be fine with that. Here's what I need them to do. Here's what I'm afraid that they're gonna do, and I'm per I'm particularly afraid based on who they've got helming it. That okay. it's gonna be this action oriented fucking thing. Like that's what's so hot right now. And what I want is it. Is it? What I, don't think I it want. Is. I think you're wrong. But okay, go on. Tell me how I'm wrong. Because in the movies, that's the case. But what's no, true what, in TV? I'm saying on TV. 
on TV, especially on pay TV. Like, look at fucking. Have you watched fucking Daredevil? Yes. All right. There's a lot You're of action. Tell me, there's not a lot of action in Daredevil because. But that's not Daredevil. what the show's about. You don't watch the show. Yes, it's got some amazing action, but that's not why you right, watch. Right, but it. I'm saying I don't think they understand the fucking difference, man. That's what I'm saying to you. They clearly don't. They made the gem movie. And it was horrible. It but that's a movie. That's what I'm, I'm saying to you. Is that I'm right now? I'm saying, and all the ideas they've thrown out there, all of the rumored ideas we've had for a Star Trek show have been horrible based on what people like to see on TV, what they think people like to see on no, TV. No, the ideas we've had so far is fan service. With the Captain Worf, the, the Captain Sulu, the No, the Megan no we haven't. The rumors we've heard have been about like police procedural That's one shit. rumor. We've heard many we've heard we've Captain Worf. We've heard two Warp separate rumors about two types of, of police procedural fucking ripoffs. So it wasn't just one. My point is You don't think Okay, go I on. I'll want let you finish. An intellectual fucking Star Trek. I want a Roddenberryan Star Trek. I don't want fucking the whatever the what was that move that fucking show you love so much the Battlestar Galactica reboot like part two I don't want that for Star Trek we already fucking had it Battlestar Galactica did it awesome great it was a show that people really liked I have no I have no problem with that but I absolutely don't want to see it on my fucking Star Trek I want to see real Star Trek on TV that makes me think, that makes me question, that questions the world that we're in and the fucking policies that we have and makes you, and starts conver fucking stations. That's what I want. Fringe did that a little bit, although I'll be, I'll be honest. Here's the thing that I think might not make you happy and think that will make me happy. Fringe sucked its own dick a lot. <laughs> and, what, and what I mean by that is that occasionally for no reason, the characters in Fringe would pull out their penises and they would all suck each other off and come in each other's face. And that was the show. <laughs> that was the show. It existed on the fringe. That's why it was called Fringe. <laughs> why like, in the world have I not seen this show? Like it, it was just it was amazing because Joshua Jackson would just be there and he would just like chugging off. And he'd be like, fuck, they could show this on TV. And they're like, this is the fringe, baby. This is the fringe. Splat in the eye. And I and if Star Trek it. does that, I probably gonna watch i mean i'm out it was what i mean i won't watch it <laughs> i won't watch that i will watch, I will totally. watch that i will totally watch that shit but the but <laughs> but what fringe did seriously and when i say it's sucking its own dick is that it built its own mythology and then it played its in, a, in its own mythology and it didn't hit deeper issues all that much but it gave you great character studies and great studies within its own mythology which is what ds9 did most of the time ds9 is a show that happily sucked its own dick a lot <laughs> and it was like it was like here we're gonna set up awesome shit and we're gonna show you some awesome shit that happens and like maybe two times a season we'll like do the the show that makes you think about the real world but ds9 was not roddenberry and star trek a lot it really wasn't. where whereas the most roddenberry and star trek was next generation because the I original series and i love the original it. series was not as roddenberry and star trek as you think there's nothing that's roddenberry and star trek about um about meeting the Romulans for the first time. Like that's not Roddenberry and Star Trek. You know, that's the like, Roddenberry and Star Trek is, you know, the, I don't think Roddenberry. See, I, I maybe we have a different idea of Rodden, what Roddenberry and Star Trek means. Like, I don't think it has to mean there's no conflict or that there isn't. Um, Roddenberry any would totally disagree with you on that statement. In fact, Roddenberry had in his Bible, there's no conflict among the characters. He no, said that. That's among what the he characters, i.e. the characters on the ship. <laughs> Or the people that they come into contact with. Not the like, show. 
Because I think if you watch the show, it's not like they're always at war with the Romulans or something. But like, they should be because the Romulans kick ass. I can't. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little partial. I'm right partial though. to the Romulans. You know that. I know that you are. I'm just saying like. You're not true, motherfucker. I think that that. That there's a naivety there that like it doesn't occur to me as as Roddenberry and like it's it's like the when you're watching Star Trek right and like the, we as human beings right have our shit sorted like I we're no that. longer like fucking around with ourselves going to outside war. of next gen I don't think that was ever true. By the way, uh -huh. outside of Star Trek The Next Generation, I never saw the Roddenberry Star Trek that you're talking about. It wasn't true in the original series. Human beings did not have their shit together. There they didn't see it. What are you talking about? Plenty of admirals that you meet in the original series were the ones who like went off the fucking rails or who went and like started a colony based on the old west or shit that they sure, shouldn't have done. Sure, people go off there, but that's the thing. Like that's that's like one person like fucking up, right? That's not our society being fucked up. And like that doesn't mean that if we go out into the world, if we go out into the universe and we participate in that with everyone else out there, that we never come across any conflict. Like that's ridiculous. But that's not what we're about. That's the key, right? Like in a Roddenberryan world, that's not what this is about. And it's not. And it's true in Next Gen, and it's true in the original series. They're I about so, oh, here, I exploration. Say They're not a warship. Like, and they fucking say that shit on, on, on several episodes. In Next Gen, in Next Gen, in Next I Gen. would absolutely agree with you. I would agree with you in Next Gen. I would say the original series, which you've watched a lot. There, I mean, there's this that wonderful old song from like the early '80s when they did. Uh, uh, Star Trek, and you've heard this: a Star Trek in across the universe on the Starship Enterprise under Captain. You ever heard that one? No. So there's a great verse where he goes, "We come in peace, shoot to kill, shoot to kill, shoot to kill. We come in peace, shoot to kill, shoot to kill, men." I mean, that's that's Kirk. That's not I'm true. Kirk. That is not Kirk. Kirk absolutely, absolutely arms one side. He he participates in an arm arms race against the Klingons in one episode. He absolutely does. Okay, granted. He absolutely does. That doesn't mean that he's just going around whipping out his fucking phaser before he whips out his dick of friendship, okay? I think he That's kind of I think saying. he whips out his dick of friendship and if somebody doesn't suck it, he <laughs> pulls out the phaser. That's <laughs> not true. The he most, gives it a while. He's like he massages it. He's like seriously, I think you want to just kind of semi hard a little my bit. dick of a friendship. And then when they're when <laughs> Look, they're a little chubby here. It's kind of good. Like this. It's like it's like that painting you have in your house. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's like half hard. It's like uh, I'm just saying, like it's only once that's been thrown in his face, so to speak, that he that he that he takes out his phaser. He doesn't come with guns blazing. So that's here's just what I would true. say. Here's what I would say. And start a Gene Roddenberry Star Trek. The most, the two most Gene Roddenberry Star Trek you're ever going to see is Star Trek: The Motion Picture and Star Trek: uh, The Next Generation: The Pilot. Those are both incredibly Roddenberry Star Trek. Roddenberry had a ton of influence over that Star Trek. But I'll sure. And what happens in the in the fucking pilot episode though? Q That's comes and puts him on trial. Like, how is that not conflict? But here's the thing. But that is. But that is a lot of Picard going. But we're better now. We're better now. We're better now. And that's the thing. The best of Next Gen. The best of the original series. Dare I say the best of the movies, including like Star Trek Two, um, like the best, like like Star Trek Six. Uh, I would say Star Trek Four is kind of Roddenberry, and I kind of like that. Um, 
but like I would say that the Roddenberry Star Trek, the Roddenberry universe you're talking about, is not really what anybody has really fallen in love with, including the original series. Roddenberry's pretty much off by halfway through season two. Like half of it was not him either. I mean, I'm I'm saying I I don't want a dark future. I there are plenty. There's plenty of sci-fi that does that. I want my Roddenberry future where we as human beings like have evolved. What if it was like Star Trek 2009, but sort of the drama part of it stretched out, not the super actiony part of it, but the you know the the human drama of it drawn out would you be okay and it would have some action because we have the the it's easy to do that cheaply now but the fact is i don't mind having some action but i want it to mean something what if it had about the the amount of meaning of star i I want to have episodes where where there isn't like fucking fighting too i want to have episodes where we're figuring out how do we actually strike a, a peace treaty with these new people that we've met and and we're considering these people for entrance into the federation oh but oh but we didn't know about this I'm like i'm sorry that's not gonna work out call us when you're like ready and like i don't know two thousand years or something when you figure that here's an interesting out. thing kurtzman is not involved at all in star trek beyond which is coming out next summer um and they've said that this movie is an extension of star trek and star trek into darkness but has nothing to do with star trek beyond which I find immediately interesting. Is there a, 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 they can't split it, right? I mean, it's all one universe. I even say that the new Star Trek 09 universe, you know, I'm fond of saying that it destroyed the prime universe, but it's all one big story. And that's what I've always sort of said. They can't just say, well, the show's different. Like they have the fucking Supergirl show right now or the Gotham show, but that's different than the Batman v Superman that's coming out. Like I want it to be like the Marvel shows where like in Daredevil, they reference the Battle of New York. They're like, yeah, it's all one big fucking thing. And sure. that's, the, that's the first thing I want. I want it to be one big fucking thing. Either make it part of the JJ verse or make it part of the prime universe, but don't say it's this other fucking thing. Can we agree it's got to be attached to something? Can we agree to that? Yeah, I think that's that's fine. I don't have I'm like I don't have a problem with it existing in the world with one or the other. I just don't want it to reboot the original series. In the I don't way. either. I don't want that. That but would make me also, very unhappy. It has to happen parallel to the movies with different actors playing it at different times, and I don't want that either. This has got to be a different no. ship, right? Can we agree it's got to be a different ship? Yes, whatever it is, whether it's a new Captain Picard or a new something else or a new whatever, it cannot be Kirk because Kirk is in the movies right now. And I don't want to compete in Kirk and go, though, well, it's too, like right now, they're right now. I don't know if you know this, they're making a Flash movie. And the Flash uh, movie is starring a different dude than the Flash than the guy in the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the yeah, I'm, not a movie, fa- I'm not a fan of that. That's that's. There's a Suicide Squad movie, the one that has the Joker coming out, and there's a different character in that movie called Amanda Waller. And Amanda Waller is a huge character in DC. She's basically like the Nick the Nick Fury of the DC universe. Okay. And she's already played by a character by by an actress on Arrow, and she's a totally different actress in the movie. It's completely separate. So can we agree the big thing about Star Trek, one thing we've always loved about Star Trek is that it's one continuity. Yes. Even if the continuity is fucked up, by the movies the movies did whatever it did separate timelines whatever that happened in continuity whatever it was sure. whether, you, whether you agree with alexi or you agree with me it happened in universe so i don't want something that you go this is this is a new that. thing and you have to just put it in its own pocket universe or whatever yeah, yeah i don't, I don't want do that, that. We, we can agree on that yeah when do you want it to take place um 
I th- I think I'd rather um see it take place later rather than earlier. I agree. Um I would be fine with it being like between next gen and like Voyager or something. I mean, I don't know if those were concurrent. I it those feels... are only seven years between next gen and Voyager. So mm-hmm. could it be your next gen reboot? It that could be. be. Call it, it Star be. Trek: The I Next Generation. I could be okay with that. Um, I you don't get some fucking great actors. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, good fucking luck if that's what you're doing. <laughs> like, that's all I'll say. I know, like, <laughs> like, 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 I don't know who your captain's gonna be, but the likelihood of the queen knighting him at one point. Maybe seems, not. It seems, yeah, that seems really unlikely. Like you'll find another guy, maybe as good as Riker. Hard to meet, ma- match what Data did, but Patrick Stewart. I mean, he he's is not a touching the now. piece, too. There's he's no way. Night now. I mean, good luck. Yeah. I I saw, 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 good fucking luck. That's why I say, like, I'm okay with it being in that timeline. I don't really want to see them trying to reboot next gen. Um, but I could see it being something in that era that's I would different love, here's i would love if it were set a hundred years after the next gen era that's what i would love we go no even further into the future at this point no more prequels no more reboots it's in the future and, i could be fine with that for sure and i would love to say they could just do this and i would love this that in the future they reference like a 9-11 style event no have, we've done this listen, and we're not. listen to me no. hear me for a second hear me for a second not something that happened a year ago something that happened 80 years ago that had something to do with time that converged all universes so that the star trek you're seeing in the future now is not the jj verse or the prime universe but just throw it some fucking lip service and then leave it alone you go this is the future of both the universes some major event happened and you just give one episode to it you go there was a major event and it happened at one point there were two separate timelines and they converge and it's all one now fuck you we're going forward i mean that's what i want i don't want to have to worry is this the future of of pine kirk or shatner kirk i don't want to think about it i just want to go this is the future and this is star trek does that make sense it does but i what i'd like to see is it not be um from the movies at all like if we're gonna go into the future i think the future we go from is the one that we have on tv which is which is the original prime timeline that's but what you i can't think. ignore the movies the movies are the biggest I'm not saying thing you're ignoring them who's ignoring them but then that's you just are not the story we're fucking telling look, look, okay first of all i i would love if you're right let me be honest the thing I would like the best is what you're talking about. That's what I really, really want. I don't think we're going to get a prime universe from the guy who created the 2009 movie. I don't think we're getting a prime universe show. I don't think we're getting that Yeah, You're probably right. So I would love if we're not getting, but that. I don't want what you, what you're proposing either, because this idea that they're like that one precludes the other. And now we've got to find a way to collapse them into one is just ridiculous. I don't like, want to see it collapse into one though. That's what I'm saying is, is, is I want it to be something that happened 80 years ago. I you don't know, care. I, I'm saying like, regardless, like that as an I idea, it be, I want it to be like the, science, the, and I won't have it. I want it to be Star- like that. I want it to be like the world war one of, of Star Trek. Like there care. was a no, huge... World War One doesn't have multiple timelines converging on each other. The How shit do doesn't you know? work. You weren't there. 
I was fucking there. You were there in World War One. Deep an, cover. You don't even know. From a different timeline. <laughs> in a different timeline, I was. I just said, like, I don't. This is like, me this, in World War One. Don't shoot me. I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> That's me in World War One. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Here, it's just me and a bunch of guys with guns and dicks. That's World War One. It's in the history books. Check it out. <laughs> Look, Look it, it up. up. That's what I learned in history. In an encyclopedia. It was Look weird it because I was a child when I was learning it, but the pictures of me were as an adult. And I was like 45, so that's like six years from now. So shit's going to go down. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to suck a lot, of, a lot of early 1900s German dick is all I'm saying. Yeah, it's good to know. It's good to have goals. Um, it's not goals. It's manifest destiny. Or manifest destiny, whatever the case may be. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I like that they use um, science, and I would like them to continue to use silence, si- silence, science, instead of... Don't say anything. Do the silence, say nothing. Uh, instead, of, instead of just giving you what you want, because you're the only one who wants that. I don't think I'm the only one. Here's you the are, thing. though, but you are. If they said it in the future... You're alone in wanting to break science. Right, let me put it this way. If they said it in the 25th century... Will you not want to know which timeline it's part of? Sure. How do they tell you that? Um, How do they let you know this is Prime or this is JJ verse timeline? You know what? I'd know? even be fine with them not telling me right away. I'd be fine with it being the sort of thing that I learn over time. Because like, I feel like we had that in Next Gen in a lot of ways. Like They just they made references to previous experiences on the Enterprise, and I well, think by the do- fourth season, but by the fourth season, Spock shows up, and you. Go, I'm just okay, saying, like my, my point know where be- you are now. The point I'm making is that it's not like that. I f- I don't feel like you know, come you know, the pilot. They have to be like, by the way, this is this universe or this universe. I don't need them to do that. I I'm intelligent enough, and I believe that you are too, as much as I give you shit. That. If they just started telling I us just stories, like a lot of dick, evidently that's what I do. Well, that goes without saying, but like, of course. it's yummy. I'm just saying yeah. if, 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 if they just like gave us stories, and at some point in some of these stories, we heard references, um, and saw you know a picture of Kirk or whatever that that clues us into the timeline. That's all I require. I don't need some drawn out expo fucking nation i don't need that so here's a question for you and this is a legitimate question what if the this the stretch between the universes was a uh, an ongoing plot line like what if it like they started out here's one thing with enterprise they started out with the temporal cold war yeah which i really kind of liked as a I did concept too. it was interesting and they never went anywhere with it so what if this was, um, and by the way, for those, like for all the people who've heard our, our argument about whether or not the prime line was just dis- prime timeline was destroyed by Star Trek into darkness. Let's be clear. The prime timeline was destroyed by the first season of enterprise because they just go back and fucking change shit. So let's be clear. That's that's like, they were fucking with shit then. But what if the idea was that there was a continuing, like, you don't know what universe you're in. You're in a universe, but there's like sort of a, an ongoing sort of a, a an underlying thread of repairing a timeline. And that was just sort of a thing that they did. One of the sciencey things. You're that repairing a timeline. Like it does. Uh. Did you watch back to the future? When it I came have. out, the, the, no, the 30th anniversary. Uh, no, but I, but I, but I have watched all three movies in the last year. And did you see, 
um, where they had like a real scientist talking about like how how time travel works, uh, and talking about timelines and my brother is a my, my brother is a physicist, and I've talked to him about how time travel is impossible. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's all. I mean, I think that the 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 um the thing about time travel, my brother said, is that you can't. Uh, travel in time because people always think that if you travel in time on Earth, we ignore the fact that Earth is in motion. So if you're going uh, yes, back, you've said you've said this before. Yeah, I'm just yeah. talking about like in, a, in broader strokes. Let's not pretend sure, that, sure. that Star Trek is getting down to the minutia. Um, sure. But I feel like they do. T they have in the past, and that's one of the things I've always liked about it is sort of embraced a lot of theoretical science and and the broader strokes in science that people. Um, can either learn if they didn't know it uh, or know it because they're into that kind of shit. And I, I don't think this idea of repairing the timelines so that they can be one timeline just for Justin Timpain, uh, it works for me. So I'm just saying like, I, I don't need them to tell me when it starts. I don't need to have any of this cross pollination. Like let's bring the timelines together. Like, Go ahead, start your petition online, Justin. It's fine. No one will sign it. Um, but Suck I'm just saying, a dick, along with me sucking twenty. <laughs> but I just want, I just want a good Star Trek show. And at some point in the storytelling of said good Star Trek show, um, to give me some hint as to some clue um, by referencing the past that you're referencing, to to clue me into where I'm. That's that's all I need. That's it. That's it. Well, I, it's so, so simple. I would love it if like a quarter of it was an ongoing story, a quarter of it was really emotional, a quarter of it was really action, and a quarter of it was really sciency. And if they sort of do that and they make it good, and I agree with you, make it good. Don't give us what I want to see. Don't give us fan service and don't give us like like whatever you think we like, just make it good. Make good television. Um, listen, man. Uh, this has been a super long episode. We've had a lot to shit and we have a lot of shit to talk about. Um, in the weeks to come because there's gonna be lots to talk about um, so stay tuned to us uh, the movie is coming really really well along um, and listen listen in next week um, uh, at the end of this episode just like a week from now you're gonna hear uh, uh, Vic Mignogna talk about Star Trek continues it's amazing we've already He's done awesome. the, the interview can't wait to share it with you um, listen if you're listening to this right now go to iTunes give us a five-star review like us on Facebook. Tell people about us. Um, let people know that we're out there uh, because that's how we get more people and we love people. But for now, my name is Justin. <laughs> and my name's Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. So you just finished the episode and you're like, hey, that was fun. I'd like more Trek off to put in my ear hole to put into my brain part. Well, that's really easy. All you got to do is go to trekoffpodcast.com. There's over 100 hours of Trek off. It's free. Just go there, trekoffpodcast.com or search iTunes or whatever pod feed you use or trekoffpodcast.com. That's really easy. You can also like us on Facebook where you'll hear information about everything that we do. Like us there, especially hearing about trekoffmovie.com. That's our movie. We're making a movie based on this. The trailer's there. Links are there. Trekoffmovie.com, trekoffpodcast.com. Thank you for listening and trek off.